0: Shalom le-yudim, shalom Bnei noach, shalom le-goyim. It's the evening of the fourth day. of Dallas, Parashas Naso, Pe Gimel 5783, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, May 23, 2023. You're listening to Phantom Nation, the last and the latest series of six podcasts generously sponsored by Floridians for Israel Institute at dmail.com on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, coming to you from the only nation-state among the 193 members in the United Nations organization threatened with extinction by its neighbors, which is proof we are the chosen people. Now, the concept of the chosen people is, first of all, a religious belief, and therefore, beyond confirmation, beyond human reason even, but for sure, Israel is most certainly Chosen people, the Jews, that is, chosen by other people for special treatment, a unique hatred and endless violence against them. Has there been even one year in Israel 75 without Jews being murdered here? It never ends. And today, uh, the focus was on Hezbollah in southern Lebanon training and practicing for an invasion into Israel to kidnap Israelis and hold them hostage. And that's because these Arab sons of Ishmael are the sons of that biological human male, but uh, with the spirit of an undomesticated jackass. Hence, the news item today of Hezbollah, training for such a small-scale attack. This has been a fantasy of the Muslims for many years now. Nothing new here, really. These are the same ethical Neanderthals they always were, empty of all human empathy For fellow human beings, in this case, Jews, they look upon the Jews in Israel and believe they have the right to penetrate and capture Jews at random. All Jews deserve to be captured uh, like this because they're all guilty of stealing Philistine. That's a name they never used, a land they never cultivated, never populated. The entirety of the Palestinian narrative, Edward Said's Orwellian invention, the Palestinian narrative, is a pile of equine excreta. These people are barbarians who not only exhibit the ethics of animals, they justify their brutality and brutishness with their stolen and perverted version of our religion, accusing us of stealing the Quran that Musa brought down from Mount Sinai. Al-Yahud, the Jews, rewrote the Quran. And they call it their fake Torah, which is a plagiarized version, you see, of the original Quran that the Prophet Muhammad, when he came into the world, restored. In the Quran, the son that Prophet Ibrahim chose to bind for a sacrifice was not Ishchok, as al yahud say, but Ismail. This is with whom we are dealing in Hezbollah which means party of God, and Hamas, which is the passion to uh, kill uh, lots of Jews and commit suicide at the same time. Uh, It's the same nonsense we hear in Al-Qaeda and ISIS, and no less the fake Palestinian nationalism terror gangs. They are, in this generation, the principal excuse for hating and murdering Jews, the Palestinian nationalist movement. Every generation has its core anti-Jew fantasies, And Israel does itself no good by continuing to go along with calling uh, these Muslims Palestinians when there's nothing Palestinian about them. Think of that. It's a little crazy, no? And why do we do it? We do it because, in a way, secular Zionism was uh, about uh, crashing the classical Jewish beliefs and behaviors. It was a rebellion encapsulated in the, in the Moshe Dayan, who gave the Temple Mount back to the Arabs, declaring that it was it has no religious meaning for Israelis. That's why we call them Palestinians. Yet here we are today, 56 years later, occupied with the scandal, if you will, in uh, Washington's eyes, the capital of the United States. Uh, that uh, minister in the government of the the Jews who walked on the Temple Mount, uh, Tamar Ben-Gavir, the State Department said he shouldn't have done that. Uh, It's an unnecessary provocation, uh, words to that effect. Not that the State Department, under the de-Judaized Antony Blinken, has uh, not been, in a way, given permission by official Israel to act this way. Twenty years ago... Uh, the, 29, the commune-raised atheist Prime Minister Ehud Barak uh, did nothing when Muslims began driving heavy equipment onto the Temple Mount to cart off thousands of tons of dirt containing uh, no one knows how many relics of Jewish life down the ages, and they did that in order to build more mosques on our Temple Mount. Ehud Barak was not the type to fight over religion. Uh, his role model was Moshe Dayan, his, his predecessor as, as IDF chief of staff. Both of them, uh, he was chief of staff. Dayan was, and Barak, when the communes, the collective villages too, the kibbutzim and the Moshe him, they dominated the culture. In Ehud Barak's time in office, uh, an Israeli soldier, uh, Madhat Yusuf, was, was also left to die in Joseph's tomb at the outset of the so-called Second Intifada that the enemy calls the Al-Aqsa Ehud Barak was prime minister then, and and OC central command was fellow collectivist Benny Gantz. For such non-observant Israelis, one does not shed blood fighting over religious sites like that. So, thanks to Israeli leaders like Barak, Rabin, Perez, the U.S. State Department, Kentonglash Lash Israel, for allowing Minister DeMar Ben-Gvir to walk upon the Temple Mount. In their eyes, this is hardly conducive to peace with the victims of Zionism. It was Moshe Dayan and his conception of what an Israeli is that allows the State Department to wax indignant at the Israeli government, allowing a minister to tread upon Haram al-Sharif. The state also protested to the Knesset uh, that repealed the other day the evacuation law regarding Homesh, a small community, in 2005 in the northern Shomron as part of the retreat from Gaza. Israelis delude themselves when they talk about that retreat. They don't call it the retreat. They call it the Hitnat kut the disconnection from Gaza. Sorry, it was a shameful retreat. So the Knesset has allowed Jews to return to Homash in the Shomron, and the State Department mouthpiece, Matthew Miller, complained that this harms the two-state illusion. The State Department has long opposed the right of Jews to live in Judea, which I understand completely, I myself, as a boy, Uh, in post-World War II America, uh, living in an upscale suburb of New York City, in a village in which a certain area within the village was an incorporated village that was, in the code of the day, a restricted area, which in practice meant no Jews allowed. Jews couldn't live there. Uh, I believe until this day uh, as well, there are posh condos on the Upper East Side of Manhattan where no Jews can buy one or get in. And here we are today in Judea and Samaria, in the mind of the State Department, uh, living in uh, on restricted territory. It's restricted. Jews do not have the right to live in the occupied West Bank in their minds. Every peace-loving person knows the solution to the chronic endless violence here between Zionists and the ancient Palestinians is getting the Jews to hand over Judea and Samaria to the Palestinians, who, just like the Jews, have been pining for a state for thousands of years, it's time for official Israel to tell the United States, to tell the world that the two-state solution was the invention of Marxists, Yitzhak Rubin and Shimon Peres, soulmates of Moshe Dayan, when it came to the Jewish religion. It's time for official Israel to inform the world that most Israelis in this democratic society, leastwise the sober among them, and that's most of them, uh, they are rational people and most would never agree to retreating from the Jordan River from the hills of Judea and Samaria and going back to the 1949 ceasefire line when Israel in the middle was nine miles wide, Israelis would have to be insane to agree to that. That's the two-state solution. So it's time for Israel to tell the world the two-state solution was the creation of anti-Jew Jews that failed. It's 30 years now. The two-state solution is like a moldy piece of bread. Uh, Enough already. (laughs) Enough of this nonsense. The two-state solution was nonsense the day it was born. For on a practical level, the land between the river and the sea is simply too small to divide and hand over to another nation of foreign people with a crappy record of oppressing, humiliating, and murdering Jews. Official Israel has to tell the world the two-state solution was the cracked brainchild of dopes who never thought through their fantasy of dividing the land from a practical standpoint. In effect, the Muslims demand we hand over Judea and Samaria And in effect, that's nothing but the age old behavior of armed robbing Arabs.
1: Lecha libi v'chiliyotai Lecha say hey. i
0: And that was Yossi Azulai doing words from the great medieval Spanish rabbi Avraham Ibn Ezra. Yeah, Israel uh, has, for its own sake, to stop kowtowing to the anti-Semitic international fairy tale of the evil, evil Jews stealing Palestine for the Palestinians, the indigenous ancient people. Yeah, right. The Jewish theft of Palestine was uh, just like, and the uh, woke today, say, like European imperialists, the English, the French, the Spanish, the Dutch, who invaded the New World, stole territory from the indigenous Native Americans, aka the uh, Indians. I've been reading uh, Netanyahu's autobiography, and so far, there's no mention of Islam, only Palestinian terrorists. And uh, he talks of how he became a public figure by creating, after his brother was killed at Entebbe, the Jonathan Institute, quote, to determine the roots of the terrorism which engulfs the world today, the ways and means of coping with this danger, will be explored, close quote. And this language suggests uh, that the roots of terrorism remain as yet, he's writing in the mid-70s, as yet unknown. So far in his book, uh, there's no mention of Islam as one of the roots. Uh, of this otherwise nondescript generic thing called terrorism. He doesn't identify with any group. It's just terrorism. It's one thing to say terrorism is engulfing the world and quite another to describe it as the evil handiwork of Arab Muslims, which he does not. Also lacking so far uh, is any analysis, any thoughts on anti-Semitism, which is one of the most powerful forces in human history last century, Jew hatred was the fuel that not only lit the fire of the fires of the crematoria but led to the death of 50 million people besides the six million. as Judaism has proven to be arguably the most powerful ideology in history that produced not only the history of the immortal Jews uh, but uh, the existence of a billion Muslims and two billion Christians, both communities claiming to be the real Jews, official Israel needs to shine a light on Islam. And demolish the Palestinian narrative as a pack of lies. Official lives last to declare the two state solution a fantasy and really an excuse for perpetuating the murder of Jews. We have had Jews being murdered in every century. Just last night, I think the car of a Jewish mother and daughters inside driving at night in the Shomron was raked with gunfire, fired by Muslims themselves on fire with Jew hatred as hot as any Nazi ever was. World anti jewry Today says that so long as Israel does not fork over Judea and Samaria to the Palestinians, the Palestinians will be angry and disgruntled. Ancient ones among them who use religion will license themselves to murder Jews at random, like the attempt last night. Israel has to drive a stake into the wicked heart of the two-state solution. Israel has to annex Judea and Samaria and impose a draconian legal system with zero tolerance for Gentile violence against Jews. The Muslims have to be taught, throw a rock at a Jew and you will be expelled from this country for all of the rest of your life. The same day you will be expelled. Speaking of which, today it was reported that There's been rock throwing on Molotov cocktails, uh, Jewish cars on Route 443. That's the second of two, uh, the the two most important roads between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. It's been been a mess there now for months. Some people are just avoiding it altogether for that. Not that one is uh, sure. Such a demarche, as I suggest, should be launched until the current occupant of the Oval Office is out of office and replaced by a president friendly to Israel. As of today, Biden is holding on uh, against raising the debt ceiling, and yeah, he seems to want to further drive the ship of the American economy onto the rocks. Like Midas, whose every touch created gold, Biden's every move poisons and weakens America. Judging from the latest news from New York City, the swarms of illegal immigrants there being sent up from the Rebo Grand are destroying that city as Portland and San Francisco, have been wrecked. With the Durham report now documenting what investigative journalists outside the MSN uncovered years ago, the monumental corruption of Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and their cohorts, all of them disgusting people, criminals, traitors. Hillary set out to sabotage the presidency of, of Donald Trump and sought help from the Russians. Is this not treason? and deserving of a firing squad, with Obama and the rest knowing the whole thing was a scam, and they said nothing? What lowlife these people are. Not an ounce of patriotism, of wanting to serve the American people uh, with their best interests in mind. These Olympian greed heads pocketed millions of dollars. Hillary demanded foreign diplomats wanting a, a meeting to first contribute to her charity which funds she used to pay for, among other things, her daughter's expensive wedding. These civil servants are truly swamp creatures, as Donald Trump calls them, which is why they hate him so much. By and large, I would guess that of all these characters, you know, Brennan, Comey, Clapper, et cetera, with their law degrees, entered government service because they could not make a living in the private sector. They corrupted the FBI. They corrupted the Department of Justice, the CIA, the NSA. If in their defense one notes that in a democracy one gets the leaders one deserves, well, they are among the corrupt, for so much of America alongside of them is corrupt. The Universities have bloated their administrations with personnel they don't need and jobs never known in the past. A dean of safe spaces, tuition at them has ballooned. Uh, The faculties at these schools now teach bilious, woke lies. The entertainment business is and really has been a sewer of licentiousness. Popular dramas and comedies for television contain filthy language, once taboo. Fornication by unmarried people in these stories is unremarkable. In contemporary entertainment, sodomites are, are accepted members of the community Modern advertising uh, is what used to be called pornographic, which brings us to Israeli pop star Noah Kirel. Uh, But first, some music, some kosher music, unlike hers.
2: i lo going מנגעים מידמאה כי יש לו את הגלות הקשות עבור איתם כשיחזור למולדת אהובה עם חדימתך מאהבה, מיוזע ועייף יבוא אך ליבו
1: And that
0: was Udi Davidi. And you're listening to the program program on phantomnation.com. So uh, somebody once said that the news in Israel is unlike news in other countries. It's less about what happened and more about what someone said. So yesterday in the Knesset, in the budget committee debate uh, regarding funding Haredi schools, uh, M.K. Moshe Gafni, and, and head of the finance committee, said about Noah Kirel, the latest pop music star who competed with other vulgar rock stars in the annual Las Vegas-type entertainment called Eurovision, and she came in third. Gafni said uh, of his own daughter that she had attended an underfunded, Haredi educational institution that taught some of the uh, secular curriculum subjects the uh, secular want the Haredim to teach. Uh, in addition to Jewish studies. But, quote, he said, my daughter has not studied Noah Kirel, and for lack of interest, she doesn't deserve funding. i donate some clothes to her so that uh, she might have some more, close quote. This, of course, uh, triggered some laughter. When everyone knew what he was driving at, Noah Kirill was dressed in a revealing costume that is de rigueur in the society uh, she inhabits, uh, but not in Haredi life, and one does not have to be a Haredi and of a certain age to have noticed uh, over the last half century how informally civilized, polite society, women's fashion, has gone from modesty to vulgarity, starting with the miniskirt in the 1960s, when classical Jews believe sexual stimulation belongs in the bedroom and not outside of it. Jews are not Catholics who simultaneously claim to be the real Jews that venerate uh, as a, 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 a high virtue celibacy for priests and nuns, which could not be less Jewish. There's nothing wrong with sex, only what's wrong is sex outside of holy matrimony. Of course, Gaffney's crack prompted anti religionists like the head of the Women's Labor Party organization, now Mat Hagi Peer, to retort, quote, Well, Noah Curell represents the beautiful face of Israel to the world, Gaffney makes sure he reminds the world of the darkness. We won't allow here. Noah, you are amazing, strong, and empowering. You'll probably get along just fine without Gaffney, close quote. The notorious anti-Jew Jew, Jew, Lieberman, uh, who poses as not anti-Lithers, just anti haredi because they don't go in the army, Uh, and they don't go in the army because of the laxity in relations between boy and girl in that institution. Lieberman sneered at Gaffney, saying, Just so you know, this is not Iran. Yeah, the world of the religious Jew is misperceived as darkness. I confess I never thought that, in truth, when not observant. I thought it was not dark, but I did think it was less lively, less happy. And painfully anti-religious yish Atid Party of Yair Lapid, Mayrav Cohen, a former Ministress of Social Equality, whatever that is, uh, said in, that, uh, in, the, in the subtext of Gaffney's crack was, quote, you secularists are empty, close quote. Not quite, but in the right direction. Uh, the rejection is not of emptiness, but its unhealthy vulgarity. Related to the collapse of sexual morality, Noah curiel is a contemporary singer-dancer. Uh, all over the popular world, uh, the roots of that secular dancing are in African dancing. The birth of rock and roll is rooted in the stardom of Elvis Presley, nicknamed Elvis the pelvis, because what he was doing was imitating the entertainment in the black nightclubs in his day. When Elvis first appeared on the nation's number one family entertainment TV program, the cameraman was instructed to shoot him from the waist up only. No less the famous Michael Jackson, a terribly sexually deranged man, would also, when performing, descend into sexual vulgarity. Before the age of Elvis and the acceptance of black entertainment, singers sang and musicians played with no hint of uh, titillation, men and women in those days danced together in polite society but maintained a respectful physical difference between them. Men and women before Elvis used to dance in pairs. Nowadays, young people dance in mobs, each one alone, each one dancing and gyrating, moving, in it seems to be, in a way to be physically alluring. Noah Kirill, unfortunately, is a product of the non Jewish culture that is rampant in Israel and ultimately toxic. This is what Minister Gaffney was responding to. Once upon a time, even the secular Israeli was a distinctive personality. Today that's all gone. They have no individual person they have no national personality outside of Judaism. Noah Kirel and her slice of Israeli society are now indistinguishable from um, shall we call them the generate Goyim?
1: miracle to God the great Cross 44 Cross 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 ותכאי <laughs> מינו va titrage C'est bonen et l'au fil S'entrains the water <imitation> <imitation> <imitation>
0: doing the words of the Modim de Labanan from our routine prayer services. Okay, this has been the last of six Phantom Nation podcasts. Uh, The title is, well, of a book of the same name, generously sponsored by Floridians for Israel Institute at gmail.com. More than one reader has called it the best book ever on the war against Israel by Islam, currently camouflaged as the putatively primeval Palestinian people about whom there is nothing Palestinian. If you've listened to three of these podcasts, please think about continuing by subscribing to the inexpensive thrice-weekly podcast's on www.phantom-nation.com. Chag
1: Sameach Shavuos, I am Shai Bentekoa.